What it do, what it do, what it do, baby. You know what it is. You hear my theme music coming up. It's getting ready to get started. It's your girl, Diva Danielle. You know how we do on the Dynamic Perspective every Tuesday, where we talk about connections, we talk about collaborations and community that equals empowerment. And, you know, I, with no further ado, you know, I always got to give love to the Almighty for being here, you know, celebrating this beautiful Tuesday out here. We're getting ready to be in the summer. Are we ready? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not beach body ready yet. I think I'm kind of like sitting on the park bench ready. I'm still working on some things, but I'm going to get there, though. You know, with my confidence and endurance, somebody going to say I look kind of cute this year. Um, you know how I do. I like to start out immediately by um, giving my community shout outs. So, you know, please, please, everybody get a pen and a paper. This information is also going to be posted on my website, which is www.dynamicdivaofvirginia.com. Um, all right. First thing, let's talk about the Roadshow Alliance for Suicide Prevention presents Mental Health Fundraiser. It's going to be on May 20th at 3 p.m. at the We Care Salon Cafe located at 4676 Princess Anne Road in Virginia Beach. Now, we all know that mental health has been a serious issue in all of our communities between resources and the challenges that a lot of people have faced. Sometimes mental health is the silent killer And we need to be able to listen to those that need some assistance And to partner up with organizations such as We Care Salon Cafe And its owner, Miss Hewlett, for opening her doors and her heart for this event and its fundraiser So again, May 20th, 3 o'clock, please come out and support We're trying to bring enough awareness and resources for the prevention of suicide Another event that's coming up is the Wine, Woman, and Wellness, the WWW. It's powered by Juice Plus and a very good friend and supporter, Ms. Tashana Karan. That's on May 27th at 3 p.m. Come taste some fabulous wine, join in the conversation of motherhood and maintaining positive mental health and wellness. Um, please text wellness at 757-799. 4274 to RSVP. This is definitely an event you want to attend as well, too, because she's going to bring some information about the, the healthiness of juicing, also components in regards to mental health, and just celebrating being a mom. I mean, you know, we wear so many different hats. Um, we do so many different things. We make so many different decisions in a day when it comes to work-life balance. So definitely support that. I must, 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 before I get into my subject matter tonight, I need to tell y'all, when I tell you the Denim and Diamonds birthday celebration for your girl was off the chain, it was off the chain. I have never celebrated as much as I have. It was absolutely incredible. I felt the love in the room. So I have to give thanks to my family and my friends who attended, those that traveled in to attend, um, my people from Tropical Delights and the owner, Miss Renee Garrison, for making my video. Vision come to life for just making sure everything ran smoothly. 
to Miss Valerie Stewart. I know you out there and I know you listening for the amazing birthday cake. Girl, I'm Rhinestones was on point on the cake to my sisters, Terry Smith and Miss Sonday Killens for making sure all of the celebration arrangements and setups was all great. I tell you, when I walked in the room, it was lights, camera, action, and I can't wait to do it in another five years to show you how cute and grown I'm going to be. But again, thank you to everyone that showed love and supported the Dynamic Divas. Now, recognize, you know, I always have a topic about recognizing something, an accomplishment, a person um, that has happened um, in my life, within the world. So I chose May 4th, 2019. And the reason why I chose that date is because I was the MC for the Wu-Tang Street Naming in Staten Island, New York. And to see the accolades of my brothers that I grew up with in the Park Hill section of Staten Island and how them coming together influence and make contributions to the world of music, this legendary hip hop group has accolades that I can't even begin to explain. And for me to be standing on that stage and recognizing them and them receiving the street name and proclamation of giving back to their communities was the biggest thing. So I wanna big up all my brothers, all the members of Wu-Tang, y'all know what it is. I'll be here all night calling out your names for your growth, your continued success, both collectively and individually. Um, you know, I love you guys. And, you know, the memories will always be in my heart. So continue success, my brothers. Move forward. Please continue to elevate and, ma and manifest the positivity that you give everyone in the music community and those for the lives that you touch. So those are my, you know, those are my announcements for the day, y'all. I'm telling you, I just had to get some things out. Now, you know, we got some elections coming up. So everyone, please pay attention to the upcoming elections. We have seats for senators coming up. We have um, definitely some bills that um, we're going to be looking to be passed in the future. Your voice must be heard by voting. Please do not miss the opportunity by voting because if you do not want to be one subject to something that is made for a decision on your behalf, get out there and vote. Let your voice be heard. Encourage others to vote. The other thing I'm going to say as well too is get behind these nonprofits, okay? As me being a nonprofit and many other nonprofits that you see on the different platforms, we are out there, you know, in the street trying to make sure we provide resources to all those that are in need. We're not talking about just those in the disadvantaged areas. We're talking about all those that are in need. So please support nonprofits. We're talking about everything from food insecurities to mental health, domestic violence, um, self-worth, um, educational, financial aid, you know, housing resources. Please get behind these nonprofits. Um, just Google nonprofits in the 757 and you will learn a lot about the different organizations. Without your continuous support, we cannot be successful and make a dent in some of life's challenges. And again, as a nonprofit, everything that everyone gives to the Dynamic Divas immediately goes back into the community. And I appreciate you guys for that. So now I want to jump into my guest. Okay, so let me tell you, I was, I was sitting at my computer and this email popped up. Miss Virginia. So I was like, do I know someone named Miss Virginia? So, you know, I had to do my research. And when I saw this email, I know words don't have feelings, but her words definitely touched me. So let me, let me just kind of give you what I believe is the best description before I introduce uh, my guests. Outstanding. 
unwavering, dedication, revelation, resilience, and transformation. This young lady I'm going to introduce to you tonight, um, journey began by recognizing the strength within herself from dealing with traumas in her life. Taking those traumas and educating herself on what is the best way to move and encourage others. How she can inspire and step out, not only on faith, but step out on the fact knowing that she is worthy and she is enough. Being able to move out of her comfort zone. And we all know as women, we get into a comfort zone, we get into a groove, and we stay there for a while until it's time for us to exhale. I commend this young lady for being someone who said, I'm going to put my foot down on the floor. I'm going to let go all my insecurities. I'm going to let go all those naysayers. I'm going to stop living in my head rent free. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get my crown. And let me tell you, when I said get her crown, she got her crown. Please join me in a wonderful tribute, celebration, recognizing and applauding Miss Rachel Hinckley, Virginia's first Miss Virginia Prime Queen State Holder. Yes, y'all, do y'all see her out there with the crown on? She is giving you the wave, baby. Yes, do you see the crown? She's wearing the crown. She's giving you the wave. That is royalty in the house today. And we're going to learn some things from Miss Rachel. What's good, Miss Queen? How are you doing this evening? I am I am better than I deserve, Miss Miss Danielle. Better, better than I deserve. I'm better than I deserve. Did y'all she says she's mm -hmm. better than she deserves. Y'all better pay attention. Miss Rachel, I don't mm -hmm. even know where to begin. You know, we talked about your trauma. We talked about mm -hmm. all the things that you didn't think was going right in your life to see where you are today. So if you don't mind, give us a little backstory before we jump into the queendom. Uh well, <laughs> I, if I mean, I don't even know where to start, um, honestly. But um, a, a few a few years ago, um, like right before the shutdown, I started having weird weird symptoms, and um, I mean, just all over the place, just crazy, crazy symptoms. Um, saw different countless doctors. I mean, it was awful. I was falling over, losing time. I couldn't speak properly. I was stuttering. Um, memory loss. Um, it, it was, it was bad. And it wasn't until I saw a doctor, um, in, uh, Nashville, uh, Tennessee, one of the uh, world's leading, um, neuro, um, neurology departments at Vanderbilt. And, um, he just kind of looked at my history and looked at my, um, scans and, and he just asked me, he turns to me and asked me if I'd ever been abused. And I kind of, I just kind of sat there and um, I, I guess the look on my face answered my question. And I told him, yeah, ever since I, I was a kid um, and I just kind of followed that path um, into adulthood. I chose not the greatest partners in my life. And then that's, that cycle just continued. Um, and so I found out that the condition that I had um, was caused from prolonged trauma. And I think that revelation hit me hardest, knowing that what I was experiencing was preventable. It was 
Um, I, I, I didn't have to be sitting there um, at 40 uh, years old at that time, 41 years old, um, and experiencing these crazy things that could um, end my life sooner than expected. So I made a decision right then and there that I was not gonna was not gonna live this way anymore. I needed to do even more growth, even more healing, um, because prior to that, I ended up in Maine during the shutdown, and Maine's very rural, very um, beautiful area. But it forced me to be with myself. It forced me to um, uh, look inward and take some inventory of myself, which is what I started doing. Um, and I got caught up in the symptoms of what I was, I was experiencing. But that day, sitting in his office, um, I just I just made a decision right in the air that I was not going to live this way. I was going to find a way that if I wasn't fighting then, I was going to start fighting now uh, for my life, for myself, um, and really make a comeback. And I like to um, say that I'm not a trauma survivor, but a trauma overcomer um, because I really – dug deep into the depth of it and just pulled it out and held it in my hands and was like, you, you know, you son of a gun, this is, this is not how this is supposed to be. And I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight you until, until you're exhausted. And, um, um, and so that's kind of how I ended up on my journey um, to begin with. And um, it just kind of progressed from there. I started um, really doing a lot of self-evaluation, self reflections. Um, one of the things that I like to say is, is I recognize and own my own stuff. So I own my part in all of the things that occurred in my lifetime. Um, I, I, I am not responsible for the things that were done to me, but I was responsible for the allowance of the things that I did allow to happen to me. Um, and so when I, when I did that, when I owned that revelation, that was a huge turning point in my life and in my um, area to begin healing and going from there. Um, and it just snowballed. Uh, I started reinforcing boundaries. Boundaries are very important. Um, I don't, you know, I don't care, um, who that boundaries in place for it's in place for a reason. And that's kind of how you determine those people that are worthy of being on the other side of that boundary, because you start realizing who's respecting them and who's not. Um, because it was no longer about their lives. It was about my life. And I can't take care of them if I can't take care of myself. And if you're not going to respect that boundary while I take care of myself, then that's how you're going to weed yourself out of my life. Um, and that led me to um, re um, doing something that I never thought I would be able to do. Um, I love uh, writing. I love reading. love doing anything of that nature. Um, and I had been sitting on a piece that I had written. I have journals full of stuff, full of poetry, full of stories, full of just all kinds of written words. And I reached out to a friend of mine, um, Miss Vanessa Hogle, and I said, um, Hey, can you help me do this? You know, she's a published author as well. And she said, I sure can. And I sent her a manuscript and the rest is history. I published my first book, which was a huge out of my comfort zone kind of thing, a huge stepping stone for myself as far. And it was part of my journey, part of something I needed to do to get my voice out there. Um, and then I said, well, I need to go a little deeper. I need to really um, dig deep and um, do something that was tremendously hard for me to do. Um, I was, you know, a hundred percent, 
trauma and I didn't want to be 100% trauma anymore. And I sat down at my computer and I wrote another book. So you just um, continue to um, heal yourself by words. So as you continue to write, you were healing yourself. Yes, ma'am. What of your publisher that just gave, gave you the fuel to keep going, knowing that these words were going to release a certain negative energy, making you feel in the present, if that's a, a, I guess a good way of saying it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I am I, a. That's incredible. That is so incredible that, you know, mm -hmm. when you tell people how it is to journal, that journaling is very important mm -hmm. because once you write it down, it, it, it kind of evaporates from the mind because now it's an ink and you can kind of move on to the other mm -hmm. thing. But how you took yep. your traumas and was able to make a sensitive subject in writing that can help or affect someone else desensitize you from the trauma. Mm -hmm. That is incredible. But go on with your story, girl. Keep talking. Come on. Come on with it. I want to hear um, so I wrote, um, I wrote my, my second book and it was actually, um, a two book in one. Um, when I married my husband, my current husband, um, who I absolutely love, um, my, my brother, my oldest brother, um, showed up at my wedding late, um, like late, late. He showed up right before the reception, but he showed up. We were not on, we were kind of angry at each other, um, he had done something and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore with you. Um, but he showed up and I looking back now, I really think that that was kind of some divine intervention because somebody somewhere knew that that was the last time I was going to see my brother. Um, the following day, the following night, actually, um, I had to go and, and tell somebody that that was my brother. Um, and I, that, that broke me so, so bad. Um, I, I lost a child a few years back and that did not affect me as much as of, of losing my brother um, and seeing him the way that I saw him. And I would never get that image out of my head. But I knew that that was the biggest thing I needed to heal from. That was just compounded in me. So the second part of that, of my second book um, is, about that particular situation in my life, how how going through that, you know, and and finally healing from that, finally being able to accept that and move on from that and grow from that um, in all its in all its ugliness. I mean, it was very ugly. It was very very dark, and I put all of that into just my fingers just talked on the um, on the computer screen. And I'll never forget when I was done, I, this weight, I had this weight just, just come up off me. Come up um, off you. Wow. And it, it was, it was so, I don't, I don't even have a word to describe it. It, it was powerful. It, it was healing. I, I and, and I can see it. In your yeah. Mind. You know, and, and let me first say, let me send my condolences because a loss of a sibling is very difficult. Um, the grieving process is even harder mm -hmm. when it's something that's truly unexpected. And mm -hmm. yes, I do believe just from your description, it definitely was a divine intervention 
because you know we have to do things in a time that the Lord says this is the time. You know, mm-hmm. we need to right. be able to walk that walk, make that mend, and move forward. So I I am very honored to know that he made it to your wedding. So even as you, you know, became this beautiful bride and, you know, starting a new life with your fantastic husband. All right, husband, I'm giving you thumbs up for mm-hmm. that too. Keep it happy. Mm-hmm. But he gave you that, you know, knowing right. that, you know, in, in, in part of this glorious day, he was there for you. So, I mean, words can never describe or I can, I can't even suggest an adjective that, you know, could, you know, um, make that right but just know that you know i am i'm i am proud of you and this step that you took to take your grieving process and put it into words because some people don't know how to articulate or how to move forward from that they, they get into mm-hmm. a, a slump and stay into a, right. a dark place so you are well, definitely an image of how to overcome this so you got to continue you know putting your word out continue writing continue inspiring and motivating others what are the names of your books so if people wanted to look up your books so the so my first book is called the book of ray um you can find them both on amazon um the book of ray is just a collaboration of short stories and poems um it's all my words except for three entries i'm sorry four entries um there's three entries that my boys wrote um and they are they are noted in there and then there's a fourth entry that, um, uh, no, I'm sorry, there's five, there's a fifth entry, but there's a fourth entry that when my daughter, <clears throat> she was stillborn, my, her dad's aunt wrote a poem that my aunt, who um, I, I absolutely adore, um, <clears throat> read for me um, at her funeral. And so I, uh, I included that um, in the book as well. And I, I cited um, the author of that one as well. Um, but yeah, that one's just a, and it, that one actually helped me um, in a dark time too. Um, when I completed the book of Ray, my son was deployed. And this particular deployment was different than the first two he was on. Um, this time he couldn't tell me where he was. And it was during... Um, the time just recently when they were pulling out of Afghanistan and there was all this chaos going on over there and he was waiting to go to see if anything popped off and, you know, to, to go over there and, and do some stuff. And I didn't know at that time that he was actually, um, on the coast or once on the coast of Africa. Um, and they were having a civil war and he was waiting to see if they need to go, um, intervene with that. So it was very hard for me because um, he couldn't talk to me. I heard from him, I think, three times that entire time he was gone. Um, and, and his young wife, it was hard for her as well. But I just remember being in not such a good place. I, I saw myself kind of go down and I just kind of poured into to writing. Um, and I, I remember my best friend telling me, she says, Rachel, I would ask you to go places and do things. And you're like, no, thank you. And, you know, it, it's not funny, but looking back, I was like, man, I really was, you know, because I usually would go anywhere with her. She's like, you want to go to coffee? We go get coffee. I mean, anywhere for me to turn down, you know, I knew that I was not in a good headspace. Mm-hmm. So I poured, just poured myself into that. And so there are some entries in that book that kind of reflects that, 
um, mentality that was going on, but it was very therapeutic. So that was called the Book of Ray. The second one is called Rantings um, and Blue Light Night. Um, Rantings is the, um, it, it was actually originally titled Rantings of a Girl on a Path, but my publisher and I were like, that's too long. Let's shorten it a little bit. Okay. And it, it's, it's about um, my journey from uh, up until this point um, in my life. Like I plan on continuing that um, end of it. Um, so it kind of, kind of doesn't go into specific details, but it does go into some alluding details of my trauma and of my past and how I moved through that and got to where I am today. Um, okay. And then I'm, I'm looking forward to the th the third one now. So okay, so now yeah, I, gotta keep, I can keep my eye out. Now speaking of where you are today, mm -hmm. I know everyone out there is like she's wearing this crown, she has this sash on. What's going on? So girl, we got to give them the wave. Hello, Queen. How are you? Okay. So now, so oh, I'm sorry about this. Tell me about this because the mission statement says a lot mm -hmm. of what you just said. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where it says to better the lives of our contestants, mm -hmm. you will learn mm -hmm. just as much about yourself as you will have a fierce walk together with amazing women just like you, embracing your unique story, inspiring others, and celebrating your work. And it seems like this came right in your lap at a time where you need to say, Hey, I'm Rachel. I'm here. You know, hear me roar. I'm coming through. So yes, tell us did. about this. Tell us about this, this prime pageant and how it influenced you. And just tell us all, walk us through it. So, um, my, one of my, I had a boss, uh, LaDonna, she had done, I've, I've been watching her journey with the pageants and I've never been one for pageants. You know, I've never been like, you know, beauty pageants, you know, that they just weren't my thing. But I've been watching her, been watching her through this process and her being my boss once upon a time. I've seen this transformation. I've seen these transitions. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I felt kind of stuck at that time. And I was like, I'm going to continue my journey. I need to, to grow more and I need to get, you know, over this hump that I was on. And so I asked her, I said, tell me more about this. Like, how can I get involved? I've been watching this and I've done some research. I'm a huge researcher. So she sent me the link um, for Prime Pageants and I filled out the application for it and they asked a bunch of questions. And I, I had a friend of mine on the phone with me um, who had done pageants in the past and she was kind of helping me understand these questions a little bit. And I was not expecting anything. I was saying to myself, you know, there's got to be, you know, tons and tons of women out there um, in Virginia alone that is, you know, competing for this. And um, I got it probably about the, the ad said it took about two weeks to get a, any kind of response back from the um, administrators and directors of Prime Pageants. And three days later, I received an email um, wanting them to set up a Zoom meet and greet with me. And at this time, it, it hadn't dawned on me that I was chosen. I just thought, OK, well, this is part of the application process. Right. Okay. Never dawned on me. It didn't dawn on me until I got this crown. I was like, oh my goodness, I am, I'm Mrs. Virginia Prime. Like I was like, this, what just happened here? You know? Um, and it, it just, it, it didn't really hit me until recently when um, she, she calls me and she says, you know, now you can start using your title. I said, title, we, we you know, like, I have a title. 
I was like, I thought I was still in the like um, competing process for, you know, the state of Virginia. And she was like, right. no, girl. She's like, you are Mrs. Virginia Prime. She said, like, and you are the very first Mrs. Virginia Prime. I was like, oh, oh okay. Right, so that was just a huge. Day. Yeah, exactly. And hey, I said, um, yeah, and it was a huge confidence boost, you know, and it was just that, that, you know, celebration of me that I just felt like I've not really ever had, you know, and, um, and, and I, I have something, I am somebody and, and I've always, I've always been someone, I've been, you know, mom, a wife or, uh, you know, a, a, a career person, but I've never been somebody to me. And, um, this journey I've been on, I've been looking for that in me and this helped to get that. Um, just That's the community amazing. and just, you know, just the, just the environment. Um, I recently joined um, something called a, uh, we have a self-care group. Yes, and, I was reading um, about that, how important that self-care is and those attributes. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's, it's quite ironic because I don't think us as women realize how important self-care is to our well-being. You know, as you said, we're moms, we're wives, we're daughters, mm -hmm. we're nieces, mm -hmm. we're grandmas, we're all these. We get so caught up in everybody else, we tend to lose ourselves and then mm -hmm. we burn out. So when I read these seven areas of self-care, I was like, holy mackerel, like, this is it. Like, th this is all of it in a nutshell and how you move through this, you know, this pageantry year. And I'm, and I'm saying she's come through so much. And now these attributes have just solidified what it is mm -hmm. that she was coming out of and now walking out of, you know, to the, to the next mm -hmm. step. So how, how, how has these seven um, cares attributes or activities or areas, I'm not sure what the right word would be, has it influenced your life more so now so that now you make it like a constitution that you do this all the time? Oh, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I am a big advocate for is accountability. But what I wasn't doing was making myself accountable. And okay. these um, attributes, these seven areas that they focus on makes you accountable, makes you look yourself in the mirror and be like, this is where I want to be. I actually have a mirror in my room where on it, it, it has things like, you know, uh, you are worthy, you are, you know, empowered. It has all these things that I need to be and that I want to be and that I am um, for that. So 100% absolutely. It's made me so much better. And I just feel that momentum. And I'm trying to keep that momentum going, um, which is why I signed up for this month's self-care group. And it is, we, I get notices all day long saying, um, I met this milestone, you know, or, or so-and-so met this um, goal. And, you know, and then I was like, I'm going to do this too. You know, I was like, so I chimed down. I was like, well, my goal for the week is, you know, this. And, and I have stayed committed to each of those times I've said, I'm going to do this and I've done it. Um, I am. I, and in yes, the yes. We got to, yes, yes. I am. I got like, like, like butterflies in my stomach, you know, because I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, this is just is so invigorating this conversation. Matter of fact, we just we got a comment from Jeremy and Rebecca Barnes saying you are an amazing person and sister. <laughs> they are so very proud of you. And I yes, ditto to that. I totally agree mm -hmm. with you guys on that. I'm just loving the energy. Yeah. 
that your sister is bringing. Um, what is it like and now, I, knowing that you have this title of queen? I mean, because you you, you seem very humble. You know that you know when you say you know I'm just I'm just a mom. I'm just you know wife. I'm a, I'm a mm -hmm. you know a sister. You know, but now that queen to that has that changed the way how you move or in the circle of people that you meet. You know, how how does Rachel now feel knowing that she is Queen Rachel? You know, I mean, if you can get free parking some places, let me know. Right. I'm with you. Yes. Okay? So yes. Get yes. <laughs> get my own little placard somewhere reserved for Miss exactly. Virginia Prime. Hey, I could probably advocate for that. I could talk to Girl, somebody. I'm but with you. Um, I'm it, sign up, okay? I'm be right. 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 Um, it, how, it, how it definitely has. Really? It it definitely has. Um, I've not quite figured out how to use my title, um, okay. but I'm learning. I'm definitely learning, and that it, it's getting easier for me to be like, "Hey, I'm I'm the very first Miss Virginia Prime," um, and you know, just kind of getting that out there. Um, I've never really been a um, if I don't know you, I'm like, get away from me, bro. And so, okay. but doing this, it's been more like. Hey, look at me. You know, I am, this is where I've been. This is where I've come from and this is where I'm going. And I just met a amazing woman uh, a few days ago or a week ago. I think it was my husband and I, we went into this um, restaurant uh, called Le uh, uh, Liam Diener's. It's a little restaurant and the, on the, on the menu, there's a story about how this restaurant came to be. And the owner of the restaurant, um, you know, she had some trials and tribulations in her life. And I'm not going to speak on her life, but it resonated with me. It kind of set home with me. And I asked the waitress, I told her, I said, hey, I am the uh, very first Miss Virginia Prime. And I would love to speak with the owner of this restaurant um, and would be honored if I could represent her at nationals. And so the, I was telling, talking to the waitress, kind of telling my story and our stories are kind of similar. And this owner comes out and speaks to me and we kind of exchanged pleasantries. We exchanged emails. I kind of told her a little bit about what was going on with me and told her I'd be honored to represent her um, as a sponsor at nationals. Um, and, uh, you know, we left. I mean, I, I just kind of felt an automatic connection to this woman and the waitress come back and she says, you must have really hit home. And I asked her what she was talking about. She says, well, the, the owner never comes out, speaks to anybody. And I was like, wow. I told my, I don't believe in coincidences. And I told my husband, I said, we were meant to come into this restaurant today. Mm -hmm. I said, and whether or not she sponsors me uh, or sponsors Prime Pageant, excuse me, um, at Nationals, it, it was kismet to be in that restaurant with her and to share my story with her and to, to allow her to, to give some of that feedback and give some of that relief, you know, knowing that someone out, else out there can empathize with her. Um, and so it was just, it was absolutely phenomenal. So being in this position, just being the person that I am is absolutely amazing. I have been feeling better and better each day and more confident wearing this, this yes, thing on my head, yes, honey, the, the crown, crown. The, the crown. Um, and you know, just being, just representing, um, prime pageants and Rachel, they kind of go hand in hand and I'm absolutely honored um, to be in this position. This, this is, you know, it's, 
like I said, when, when I read your email, I felt like I was talking to you. So it was very important for me to reach out to you. But just even knowing how you are now in a position to help other women tell their stories, mm-hmm. you know, where we don't feel that we have to keep all that trauma inside. Because when you give it sound, you work through things. So you right. have given a lot of motivation and encouragement um, to a lot of women, which goes to the seven areas Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of, of self-efficiency at that, you know, and it's just, it's in, incredible that something like this is going on and it's not um, well known out here. You know, it's, it's not something that you see on news all the time or you see in newspapers. So, you know, for you to be stepping out as the first means that anybody after you is going to have some hard shoes to fill because mm-hmm. you're you going you gonna to bring it. They, they better be ready, okay? Because Rachel mm-hmm. ain't playing no games. They better be ready. That crown is, you know, a mighty one to wear. Let me ask you a question. Um, outside of uh, speaking engagements, do you have any other community projects or responsibilities that you have for wearing the crown? Uh, not really. Um the, the biggest thing with wearing the crown is just making sure that um, I am doing just that. Um, and I'm, and, and it's not a, it's not a physical, it's not an actual, like I wear the crown and just to showcase it. It's having that presentability of myself. And so like even sitting here with you, um, speaking with you, this is actually my very first speaking um, engagement and I'm actually honored to do, to do it. Um, it's the presentability, it's the representation of me and, and of Prime Pages and of what we are about. Um, so my my obligations to them, I, I fulfill um, and the rest is just extra. And the extra just allows, just amplifies what Prime Pages is about um, and what I'm about. And when the two come together, it's just explosive. Yes, ma'am. Um, and so I, word, explosive. I like that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, 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 what do you do to unwind? What What is Rachel's time? What is Rachel's me time? What does Rachel do? Rachel's me time um, is I am an avid reader, um, and I like to. Obviously, I like to write. Um, but one of my my favorite my favorite things to do is to um, sit on the couch with my husband and talk. Um, for the first time in my life, um, as far as partners go, we can carry on a conversation, an actual intelligent conversation about anything and about nothing. And that's one of my favorite things to do, um, to, especially if I'm in a certain kind of mood and he just lets me just roar. Um, and poor guy, he, you know, I'm surprised he's still with me right now, but that's, that's how I unwind, like just having that sounding board and being able to to release that, that energy um, and the beach. I moved here to Virginia Beach because that is my happy place. I'm actually from Oklahoma. I'm a native Oklahoman. And I was like, nope, I need to be near the water. I was 34 when I first saw the ocean and my husband took me on our honeymoon and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, this is where I need to be. This is, I need to be close to where I can go and, and just put my toes in the sand and listen to those waves crash against the, crash against the, the, the shore. And yes. So yeah. I, I totally relate to that. And again, I want to applaud your husband because, you know, I always say that 
the Lord puts that person in your life right at the time when you need mm -hmm. that person. Because, you know, I equate, I call my husband Superman because, you know, he's, mm -hmm. he's just everything to me. And, you know, and, and people kind of look at you like, why do you say that? Because the inside jokes or the, you know, mm -hmm. the, even if it's a heated debate about views and opinions, to know that you have that, that sanctuary with that person is so important to you know mental health. So you know I applaud your husband for sure on that, and all your 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 people, your family, all those that have mm -hmm. supported you throughout this journey, Rachel. I mean, it, the list is endless, and you are gonna add me to that list. Matter of fact, you are gonna put me on the side somewhere, you know, in the corner right there. <laughs> even Danielle gonna yes. be right there. Yeah, because they have touched your lives in so many different ways. And, you know, as I'm reading the comment here, Carol Bars, she says, hey, Rachel, the sky is the limit and they are so proud of you. And those accolades my... are going to grow and grow and grow mm -hmm. because now you're going to be able to reach the minds of young ladies who are now going through traumas because of societal pressures, mm -hmm. because they feel yep. that they don't have um, a, a voice or a sound to, you know, speak to people about some of the things so you provide that for them but then you also address some of the women and you know and I'm, I'm gonna say the seasoned ages right that mm -hmm. have been through some traumas who have not had a conversation so you have the best of both worlds in how you move forward and um mm -hmm. approaching the lives of others so I'm, I'm like so excited you know i'm just I don't even know. I can't even think of the right word. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump into the next question. How can okay. people learn about the pageants and how can people sponsor you in your journey? So if you want to learn about the pageants, you can go to primepageants.com. And that kind of tells you um, a little bit of everything um, about what they're about, what their mission statement um, is about. Um, and if they're wanting to apply they can click on the link and apply. It's never too late to be a queen. Um, and how they can sponsor me, um, there's a couple of different ways. Um, I have um, on the website, there is a sponsor uh, uh, area that you can click on. And that actually sponsors the pageants. That allows the pageants to continue to change the lives of their contestants. And so those are... Um, sponsorships for the pageant in order for them to continue to do their great work that they do. Um, and then I have a personal sponsorship. I have what they call the go crown me page on, um, um, pageant planet. Yeah. Uh, where you can donate or sponsor me as well. Um, there's a little link you can click on. Matter of fact, um, I can, uh, I can shoot it to you. Um, yes, please. Uh, Danielle, if you want to, I will shoot you website. everything. Yes, you um, and so that, that's and that's how they can do those two things. And um, I actually own a or I operate. Um, I don't have a brick and mortar yet, but I operate a drunk bakery. And one of the things that I am doing to give back to personal sponsors, because I remember asking my husband, I was like, you know, when it's a corporate sponsor, you know, I can come in and I can make appearances and I can work, I could do whatever. But like personal sponsors, I was like, what do I have that? Um, I'd be able to give back to these people. And I thought, you know what? I said, I could, I could bake them something. I could give them um, their choice of pastry, their, you know, whatever it is that they wanted to do or, or just anything for that matter. 
So, um, you know, if they're, if they're wanting that in return or if they, if they want, you know, anything within reason. Um, my, my director says that it doesn't matter what I give them as long as it's not illegal. I think that's a little bit too high of a scale. So I'll kind of bring it down a little bit, but, um, I'm definitely, uh, would be willing to, to do that for, for anybody, even if, you know, if even if the uh, a corporation personally sponsors me, I'm willing to, to come in and, and do kind of a quid pro quo kind of thing on that nature. So. See, now, for all my listeners out there, one thing I hope you're taking from this conversation is the humility that she was bringing forth. Yes, she is a queen of this particular pageant circuit. However, she's also shown how deep she is as a person wanting to give back wanting to also encourage other women to tell their stories, the the strength of her family support, how her taking her writing has encouraged her and also given her the healing process. So again, these are um, skill sets, these are resources, and these are real live people, people that have experienced things in their lives and that have changed their lives, which is why I say we need to recognize the abilities that are masked because sometimes our hidden talents come out when we least suspect them or when we're at our worst, they come out. So, you know, we all must recognize the beautiful presence that uh, Rachel has given us tonight. And I sincerely hope that you go out there and you go on to um, primepadgets.com, learn more about Prime Padgets. Um, I'm going to have the link to Rachel's personal page on my website, as well as any flyer information that she has so that you can sponsor her. And if you're smart and you like some pastries, you may want to go check out some pastries because let me tell you something, a happy belly make a lot of people do a lot of things. So y'all better, mm-hmm. you know, recognize that as well, too. Um, Rachel, if you had to give any words of wisdom to anybody tonight, what would it be? Don't, don't stop. Don't stop. If you have to slow down, slow down, but don't stop. Keep moving forward. Um, you know, nothing, nothing's behind you that is deserving of you. Um, you know, everything else is in front of you. So just don't stop. I love that. Don't stop. And don't stop and have a fierce walk while you're doing mm-hmm. it. Have a fierce walk. Absolutely. Um, so, Rachel, now tell us again where they can find your page online so they can look you up, sponsor, get to know more about you. So give us that information one more time. It is at um, planetpageant.com. Um, it's a little pink uh, crown-looking thing. Um, and you, you can just pull my name up. It's Rachel Hinkley. Um, I'm the only first Mrs. Virginia Prime. Um, and that's where you can go click on, it'll say, go crown me. And you click on that. And that's where you can do your thing there. Um, you can also go on uh, primepageants.com and they have a um, sponsorship link you can do if you're a corporation that wants to, to sponsor Prime Pageants. Um, and there's two different packages you can do. You can do a princess package. Um, and it kind of details what you can get there as far as the corporation goes. You can get a little ad space in the book that they do. Um, a little bit of shout outs there. They have a, um, uh, Royal package that gives you a little bit more shout out, a little bit more, uh, royalties as far as that goes, um, with those two corporations. Um, so the corporate sponsors, the, pra- the pageants, 
Planet Pageant sponsors me. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so Rachel, you got to tell us what, you, what what you're doing tonight. Who who you with and what you're doing tonight before we close out? Well, what I'm doing tonight now is is I tuned in to uh, Miss Dynamic uh, Diva here on her Dynamic podcast. That's what right, I do heard, on Tuesday. Y'all heard it from the right. queen. Turned into the diva. Heard tonight. it from the queen. That's right. You heard it from the queen, baby. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the sentence to concentrate on, and we're gonna get some feedback. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you get connected to your spirit, family and friends, church and community, you become more empowered, aligned with your inner being, becoming stronger, and giving it sound and a foundation. Family is the strength defined to whom the individuals you remain in contact with, whether blood or not, how much they love, support, and respect you is provided by the person you call your family. Social correctness is the interpersonal skills that an individual has to relate to traumas and successes in their lives and how they move forward in their relationships. And Rachel, you have done that. So tell us now, how would you build on those statements? How would family increase your strength? How does your social correctness increase your strength? How does Rachel mitigate those? I, I start with myself. I can't, I can't strengthen any bonds I have with family or social correctness if I don't do that within myself. Um, my family um, hasn't always been that supportive. Um, but as we get older and as we grow more, we have been. And I am absolutely honored um, to be in the family that I am in, regardless of how I came to be. Um, and the social correctness is, it, it falls along the same lines. Um, I'm, I believe in what you put out there is what you get back. And so if I'm putting out there that um, a better social person uh, of myself, then I'm going to get that in return. I don't believe in following the social norm. I believe in individuality and originality. Um, and so I try to um, experience that and I try to give that back to everybody else. And just and I'm a, I'm a firm advocate in doing you and just being yourself and growing from that um, and not worrying about what anybody else thinks of you because that's their opinion and the only one that matters is yourself. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you guys have heard it direct from the queen herself, Rachel Hinckley, Virginia's first prime queen state title holder. And we want to wish you continued success. You know, you have a sister in the, the diva herself. You know how to reach me. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk. We're going to talk offline because, girl, I may need to borrow that crown. But we're going to talk about that. <laughs> later. We're gonna talk about <laughs> but um, I'm just so um, pleased that, you know, you contacted us. And um, yeah, we're going to do something. Things. We definitely gonna do some things. Awesome. But before awesome. I cannot I get wait. ready to close out, I want to definitely say, you know, we have to be strong enough to live our lives and the mm-hmm. challenges that are presented to us. Our legacy in truth and steadfast in raising our families, rise against inequality and fighting for societal pressures set before us to be broken. 
We must discard stigmas and myths and taboos. We must learn to find self-wealth and self-wealth and worth in ourselves. We must understand the importance of knowing that we must love ourselves before we can love anybody else. And most importantly, you must give your hurt sound. For once you give it sound and release it, it is no longer controls you, you control it. I want to thank everybody for you know tuning in again. Shout out to my sponsors, I Shot You Media Concepts, Mr. White Transport, Swag Media. You know, you know, we in the building, you know what it is. I want to thank all my followers, all my new friends. You know, please continue to support the Dynamic Divas of Virginia as well as the Perspective Podcast because it's all about connections, collaboration, and community, which equals empowerment. Again, to my guest, the Queen, as we salute the Queen, Rachel Hinckley. Thank you for being with us tonight. You know, thank I, you for I, having I, me. I'm moved, I'm touched. I, girl, we're gonna talk. We, Mm-hmm. This week, we're gonna talk. But yes, I mean, you guys, it's just it's a blessing to meet someone as their organic self as they have went through life changes to now plant that mustard seed blossom into a beautiful, beautiful stalk of harvest. Thank you so much again for everyone tuning in. I will see you next week, Tuesday, when the divas come and bringing you the business. You know how I do I bring you the business. But most importantly, um, leave on the note of love and positivity. Um, just love yourselves. Love your children. Give thanks to everything that you have because life is not promised to, you know. And again, I want to shout out to everyone that came and celebrated, you know, my birthday. Because, you know, sometimes your girl get old, you know. Sometimes I don't want to move, body hurting and everything. But I got to think I'm a groove on that night, though. But thank you, everyone, for coming out there. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Cancer tried to take mom away, but I prayed, I prayed, and now she's free. I mean, I don't think it's completely lost. Like, I think the world is trying to cure itself from itself, if that makes any sense. You know, I know that the system isn't broken. It wasn't meant for us in the first place. So now it really needs to be by us, for us, for all people, no matter what color you are. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day because, I mean, we're people, right? People need to fight together. Racial injustice is good enough. We can't be silent ever again. All our friends stand up this time. We'll win. No need to worry, it's all in God's hands. In His will, His plan is better than man's. Use your voice to change the world. Every man, woman, boy, or girl, cause we're one body. Together we fight it. Please get ready. We won't raise united. One purpose, too many dying. Please stand up. It's one raise united. I can't even prepare to get away, man. Never kill a real